Hello and welcome to Reading with Carrie, a mindfulness podcast series that can be used as a sleep aid or to help ease your anxiety and relieve your stress. I am your host, Carrie Fable, and I am so thankful that you've decided to spend some time with me. This is a mini-sode, or mini-episode. I first heard the term used on the podcast My Favorite Murder. However, according to Wikipedia, this portmanteau was used in 2007 when the mini-sode network was launched. So, fun fact for you there. Either way, there were some things I wanted to bring up about mindfulness, but I didn't want to bog the introductory episode down too much. Just a few concepts to know going in if you're just starting out or if you sought this podcast out as a sleep aid, and some misconceptions that I'd like to clarify before we continue as well. First, the guidelines. Now, these aren't hard rules. Everything in life is flowing and certain aspects may not work with your present life circumstances. But here are some pre-thought guidelines, if you will. The here and now is the only moment we can truly live in. Always dreaming about tomorrow or stuck thinking about the past can hinder our well-being. This moment is the moment you have to live in. You can plan for an hour ahead, but the only true moment you have to live in is right here and now. Don't regret what has happened and don't stress over what might happen. Everything is created first in thought. You had to think about standing up and getting coffee. Feelings, actions, reactions are all thoughts first. They can be patterns, but they are still thoughts before actions. So even though we don't actively think about picking up a pencil to write, that is actually still a thought that goes on in your mind. Personal responsibility is the only way to freedom and fulfillment. Don't blame the job, coworkers, education, and the government. Don't free yourself of the blame by pushing it on to others. Take full accountability and responsibility for your life. Now, this is not to say anything about abuse or wrongdoings on the part of others. That This is not to say that everything that happens to you is your fault. That is definitely not what I'm saying. But take accountability for your own actions. That will lead to growth. You can then change where you are in life. It's just about acknowledging any wrongdoings that you have done so that you can grow from those lessons and mistakes. Nobody is broken. No matter who reaches out for help, we all have journeys and kinks in our armor. We can help and can change our lives. This goes back to the taking personal responsibility to grow and change. No one is broken. It's just a starting point. People want to be understood. We want to be listened to and heard. We either try to change our communication efforts or we give up in trying. This goes back to the idea of therapia. The journey starts with understanding where a person is in life. We must make time to practice, not try and find the time. We can never try to find the time. It will never happen. There will always be excuses. We must make the time. Make it a commitment. That's why I'm starting this podcast selfishly. I need to make the commitment to mindfulness. And maybe you can make that commitment with me and listen to the podcast every week with me. And that's a start. And then hopefully we will 
incorporate it daily into our lives. Mindfulness of our surroundings is every bit as important as mindfulness of self. That again is one of the key differences between mindfulness and meditation. We appreciate the scenery and the items that we touch, taste, feel, smell. We use all of our senses. That's what mindfulness is about. Right at this moment, use all the senses to focus on that one moment in time. Again, the only time we truly have to live is now, the here and now. So the surroundings are every bit as important as ourselves. Everyone is on a journey. Everyone is on a journey that we know nothing about. We can't just jump in and say, change, do this, you know, do, do this differently or, or change that part about you. We need to be a part of that journey. That kind of comes in as a tip for um, a practitioner. That's what I learned in the class. Um, and so that's something that I think is important when you are finding a therapist or a counselor. Obviously, they're going to help you um, kind of look within and and define the areas of growth that you need, but they shouldn't ever just blindly tell you, don't do that, unless it's something like, hey, you're bathing in bleach, don't do that. It should be very, very um, clear the differences of when they're saying change who you are or actually being on the journey with you. Truth is the ultimate goal. What is the truth to the thoughts that you have or the problem that you think you're having? What is the actual truth, the actual problem? The truth sets us free. We live with our own beliefs and truths. And once you knock the walls down to the actual truth, that's where you can grow. Um, and that is where, again, the personal accountability comes into. There are some things that you are 100% the victim of, but there are also things like fighting with your friends where there are three sides to the story, you know, yours, theirs, and the truth. And that is what I mean by taking accountability. So now that we know what mindfulness is and how to go into this idea, let's discuss what it isn't, the myths. Meditation is not a religion. It's just a practice that calms the mind, shuts the mind down of anxieties, and helps you focus on one area at a time. It's not a religion or a cult. You don't have to worry about getting in too deep. It's, it's just what it is on the surface. That's all it is. You don't have to sit cross-legged on the floor. You don't have to clear your mind to think about nothing. Instead, you focus on one thing at a time one space, one area, one object. You're training your mind to micro-focus at a time. You live in the here and now, not in another place in time like the past or the future. You can do this in a guided way like how this podcast is, or you can just listen to music or sit by yourself in silence. Mindfulness practice doesn't take a lot of time. You don't even have to commit an hour. You build it into your everyday life. When you're walking a dog, you can practice mindfulness. You can feel the temperature and look at the surroundings, touch the trees, smell the flowers. When you're in the shower, you can feel the water hitting your body. You can taste the water. I mean, this only takes 5-10 minutes. It's not a lot of time. You just need to practice throughout the day. 
it's not complicated. It's not easy to meditate because you do have to concentrate. The mind drifts often and that's going to be the biggest obstacle, but that's okay. You just let it go and you refocus. It's not complicated. It just takes practice. It's not about success or failure. It's about practicing to improve, learning and growing from the experience. So again, when your mind drifts away, you're not failing. It's, it's okay. It happens. You just have to practice to refocus. It's not about accepting the unacceptable. This is extremely important, and it goes back to the guideline of accepting responsibility. If you know that someone is being abused, for example, you don't just walk past the things that you see. You don't just acknowledge it and, and walk away. That, that's not what mindfulness is about. And obviously, the person being abused is not at fault. So that's, that's not what we're talking about. You just focus your mind in one area to live in the here and now. You must accept yourself for who you are before you can ever grow. But you don't have to accept yourself as that's just the way it is. You accept yourself for who you are today in this moment, and then you can move on and grow and learn and build on top of that. It's not going to turn you into something you don't want to be. I kind of joked about this in the introductory episode, but you won't be a hippie or stuck in a zombie meditative state by meditating and practicing mindfulness all the time. But giving yourself the freedom of thought and focus allows you to be who you are meant to be. You can focus in the times when there's a whirlwind of things. So when there's exams due or a big presentation at work or just any kind of deadline at anything, weddings and stuff, you can focus on those times and you can be who you are truly and who you were meant to be in this world. You can be who you were meant to be. So today's story is blended nicely with the closing thought, which I think is fitting for a mini-sode such as this. It is a Zen story shared by Matt Valentine on the website buddhaemonia.com. So that's Buddha, B-U-D-D-H-A, Emonia, I-M-O-N-I-A dot com. Once upon a time, there was an old farmer who had worked his crops for many years. One day his horse ran away. Upon hearing the news, his neighbors came to visit. Such bad luck, they said sympathetically. Maybe, the farmer replied. The next morning the horse returned, bringing with it three other wild horses. How wonderful, the neighbors exclaimed. Maybe, replied the old man. The following day his son tried to ride one of the untamed horses, was thrown, and broke his leg. The neighbors again came to offer their sympathy on his misfortune. Maybe, answered the farmer. The day after, military officials came to the village to draft young men into the army. Seeing that the son's leg was broken, they passed him by. The neighbors congratulated the farmer on how well things had turned out. Maybe, said the farmer. Matt then writes an explanation that I find really good, so I'm just going to read what he says rather than try to create my own life lesson for you. The farmer is practicing non-judgment. He understands the true nature of life, that you can't judge any event as an end in any way. Our life doesn't play out like a work of fiction. 
There aren't defined breaks that separate one moment versus another, and there isn't a perfectly formulated end which everything builds to. There's always tomorrow. And whether the day was good or bad, there are a million effects which can arise from one event. Good and bad are interconnected. They are, in fact, two sides of the same coin. If things seem perfect, they aren't. If it seems like it's Armageddon in your corner of the world, it's not. Things can change in an instant, at all times, and they will at some point or another. This doesn't mean that we can't be happy. On the contrary, it means that we need to realize this truth and live in a way that we're constantly aware of it in order to find peace and happiness. Don't let this change the way you live too much just yet, though. For now, just think on it. Observe your life through the lens of this infinitely co-arising universe. This act in itself can bring you a great sense of peace. For more of Matt's work and Zen stories, you can visit buddhaimonia.com slash blog slash zen dash stories dash important dash life dash lessons. I hope you enjoyed this mini-sode. Let me know if you'd like more of these. Please also rate this podcast on whatever listening platform you're hearing this on, as it will then be recommended to more people and ultimately help the podcast grow. For any questions or suggestions, you can email readingwithcarrie at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. I welcome you back anytime you may need to hear a comforting voice or a familiar bedtime story. Mm-hmm.